recorded live. Welcome back to the radio show, the John and Paul radio show brought to you by Adventures in Ministry at adventuresinministry.com. My name is Paul Sperlin. Alongside me, but across town, is John Podine. And it's good to be back with you today, back from our hiatus. It is school time again. Faulkner's in session. I think every school is in session. And it's time to talk ministry, time to talk events, resources, and sports. And again, as I mentioned, John's with me. John, how does it feel to be back on the air? Man, Paul, I mean, it feels like we've been gone forever. But we are back on the air. I mean, this just feels so great, doesn't it? It's great. I mean, I've missed it. Uh, we've been busy. I've been busy. Um, I've been in school. I'm no longer in school. So that won't be an issue. Uh, we need although, to play the Hallelujah Chorus, don't we? I know. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but, but I am, uh, I do think education is very important, but uh, it's not a, uh, I'm doing it from a different view. At this point now, I'm not a student. I'm a teacher and, along with you, and I'm really enjoying that. And um we have a lot of things to share, a lot of things to hit real quick. With Today's a service week at Faulkner, uh, devoted 24-7, and John's a part of that over there. And um, I actually went by over at the uh, the uh, Compassion 21 this morning, saw some students, and was with the students as they were doing some work over there, too. So a lot of good things happening in the community. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. What do you think? That sounds great. Yeah, we're out here. We are out here. I'm at Davis Elementary, Paul, is actually where I'm at. And uh, we have partnered with them at a community school we have. Faulkner has over 500 people out today between faculty and staff and and students that are out working. So it's awesome. So you may have to check the TV a little bit later and kind of see the little news broadcast about it. But, hey, man, that's awesome. Sounds good, Paul. Let's get going. All right. Well, we, we have um, a little different format for this show. Uh, it may not always be an hour. It may be an hour. It won't be today. We're going to hit some ministry. We're going to talk to you about what's going on in the world of, of uh, in, in um, the, the, the church world, things that are going on. We're also going to share some events coming up. Uh, we're going to share at least one resource each week. And then, of course, we get into um, the um, the pastime of, of our um, great part of the nation, and that is college football and sports and things like that in general. So uh, let's go and get started. On the ministry part of things, John, we're going to, we're going to get back into the, um, the book that you and I have started to write and are working on, and uh, hopefully we'll find some finality to it getting towards the, the winter part of the year. But um, we do need to make sure one knows that all the things that we discussed this past year, we're bringing it back, and we're going to put a little more content to it and share with them about ministry, all things ministry when it comes to youth work and other things around the church. That's right, Paul. You know, when we kind of got this idea, we were talking, you know, like we always do when we're driving in the middle of nowhere, one of us are calling the other, and we started talking <laughs> about, you know, putting together this this book, you know, that could kind of be a textbook because, you know, you're teaching the youth and family class now at Faulkner and teaching people that, that would just be a tool that, you know, between us about 40 years worth of ministry experience to kind of get in here and kind of talk about some of the good times, some of the bad times, some of the ups and downs, some of the expectations that could come with ministry. And that's kind of was our purpose behind it. Just, you know, if somebody was picking it up and, and they could open it up, they could understand a little bit of what youth ministry was all about. Oh yeah, uh, the ins and outs, ups and downs, and and, um, and and how to, you know. And so hopefully we'll be able to develop this where it's something we can actually use as a textbook in schools, and and um, and also um, make it available to anybody who wants that. Uh, next week we will start talking about. We may actually throw a few of the chapters together since we've already covered a couple about what five or six months ago. But we'll get back into it again. Um, 
in chapter one, chapter two, chapter three about uh, what happens in your first year of ministry, and then knowing to hold them, knowing to fold them, programs what going up and down, and then during the storm. So we'll sort of get into that next week, and then we'll continue the rest of it uh, as the weeks go by. So that's what we're going to talk about next week in our podcast, and hopefully you'll, you'll join us for that at 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, next Friday here at the John and Paul Show. Um, let me say this, too. You're here. You're listening. That's great. If you want to listen to this live next week, uh, go to the website. It's very easy, adventuresinministry.com, and go into podcast, John and Paul. Click it. You'll hear it right there on the website, so please do that. Uh, some events, John, coming up. We have a lot of things happening on campus here at Faulkner. I know football season here kicks off next Thursday night. Is that correct? Next Thursday night, Faulkner kicks off with Southeastern University coming up from the Lakeland, Florida area coming up. And it's kind of kind of nice little rivalry that we've started two years ago. They had their first game ever in their history on campus here at Faulkner. And then we went down there last year, and they're coming back up here this year. And it's just it's kind of nice little friendly rivalry that we have going. And they are, they are, they, for their third year, they are not just an upstart team trying to get going. They are here. And it's going to be an unbelievable game, unbelievable atmosphere. And, you know, one reason we did it on Thursday night, Paul, we look, it's a big weekend coming up with college football. Alabama has a huge game, I think maybe a little bit. Auburn even maybe has a tough little game there at the beginning of the year. So we wanted everybody to kind of be able to reach out. So we put this game on Thursday night. So if you're in the area, it's going to be our first one ever. This kicks off our 10th year of football at Faulkner. So come on out. We'd love to be a part of it. We're going to start tailgating around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Kickoff is at 6 p.m. And so we're just thrilled with that and excited and ready for it. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to having it back. Uh, it's that time of year again, and everybody's excited about that as well. Um, in addition to that and some ministry events, uh, you know, we have a, a board meeting happening here on campus on the 6th of September to, as we continue to work on Exposure Youth Camp, which, as we all know, happens right after Christmas, right between Christmas and New Year's, the 27th through 30th of December. And not only are we working heavily and feverishly for the 2016 event, Exposure Youth Camp, but we're also working on number 20. And so um, yes. that'll be next year. It's an exciting time for that, definitely. It is 19th year, Paul. Wow, can you believe it? This is going on 19 years. And so Crazy. please, it, for those who are listening, and you know, most of the ones who are listening, they, they're always been coming. If you know somebody that's never been before, please invite them. Tell them a little bit about them. Send it to, send it to the website and kind of check it out. The price is very reasonable for everything that you get. And so mm-hmm. we'd love to have you, and we want to make uh, this, this year Exposure's best year ever. And uh, our keynotes this year kind of going kind of old school a little bit with um, Kyle Butt, who will be speaking the first night. And then we have Lonnie Jones and Clark Sven. So uh, it's going to be right. a great uh, mixture there. We're going to have a great thing, great time with all of them coming back together. It's funny that we're sitting here and we're calling Kyle and Lonnie and and uh, Clark old school, Paul. I don't know. I knew when I said that. that um, not you, but I'm <laughs> sure others will, will make sure I hear about that one. Uh, oh, I'm on that. But, you know. We've had them all before, and it's kind of, we're bringing them back. And I think – I don't know. I have a feeling of nostalgia when we think about the year 19 and, and 20, especially our plans for 20 and yeah. what may happen for that. But you're right. Uh, everybody needs to be here. We need to send everybody to Huntsville the last of the year, and it's going to be a great time. And and people want to be a part of that atrium singing at the very end. I don't know if you know this, John. We're now over right around, what, 350,000 views. That's pretty crazy. That, that is pretty crazy. There are people that contact us 
and that because of other scheduling activities can't be there for all of um, all of the events, but they make trips over just to come over that late at night for the atrium singing. Absolutely. So it's going to be great. Looking forward to that. Yes, it is. Um, and I'm sure there's this uh, events that will be going on this fall, but right now that's sort of in our mind, and we're looking at that and getting ready for that as well. Uh, resources. I think our first um, getting back to um, being online and with our podcast, we have to begin. We want to make sure to share at least one resource each week. This week we'll have two. One has to be um, a little website that we are fond of at adventuresinministry.com. Um, the site, you know, the series, the resources, and the podcast. A lot, a lot to offer there. Yes. You know, when you talk about everything that falls under Adventures in Ministry, Paul, there are so many things from the songs to the classes to the AIM series that if you haven't looked at for this summer is just unbelievable. And then um, we had, we just finished AIMCON a little less than a month ago. And just, that was probably the best year that we probably had. Uh, well, of course, oh, it's the first year of AIMCON, but yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the best year of that. But the best year just, ever. It was just fabulous. <laughs> I mean, it, and this is the thing about this 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 um, um, resource, Paul, is that it's free. Mm-hmm. And you know, mm, we, we're not looking to making money out of this. These are people in the brotherhood that are just trying to help out. They want to reach out. They want to be a part of it. And so they have. Um, willingly giving some of their material and their time to be part of all this. And we're just so grateful and we've been blessed because of, and other people have been blessed. What is our, what's our download count now just for the app alone? Uh, we're, we're hitting close to, we're over 25,000 downloads. Um, wow. Getting closer and closer to 30, 30 grand. Uh, and in, with that being said, I had a phone call um, last week from a guy who was in, on a mission trip in um, the deep part of Africa and he, mm-hmm. he let me know that they actually uh, have smartphones there. And he actually said that they, a few of them actually were using the app and that if it were not for the app, they wouldn't have the ability to, to have the words to sing at all. And, wow. That's uh, awesome. I think that, yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's a staying power uh, with something that's free. And a couple of guys just threw it together and said, hey, let's see what we can do with this. And it's, uh, it's just really great. And um, I'm glad folks are, are using it. And that's not the only story we've heard. There's people all over the world. Using this, that is. I'm so glad that it's out there for them. Well, and see, and that's what we're trying to do. I mean, Paul, we're in 2016. The gospel is able to be reached to places that, you know, maybe even 100 years ago we struggled to get to. And so now, I mean, it's getting out, and that's just that's that's part of our, our mission as Christians to go out and spread the gospel, and and you know, aim is a big part of that in in certain places of the world. Absolutely. So take advantage of that. The, the app is free. The website, go to it. Take what you need. A lot of resources there. Uh, classes, retreats, games, sermons, devotional. So many things you can take from it. Take it, use it. Just uh, make sure and um, and share the love and tell folks where you get that from. Uh, and of course, there's more podcasts than just ours. You know, we have a youth ministry podcast that Andrew and Eric do, and uh, of course Chad uh, uh, definitely share some resources on his. Uh, ministry bits, uh, podcasts, and a lot of other great things going on there. And, of course, the AIM series. You know, we're out in the middle of that here at university and using that. And, yep. yeah, I'm doing a great job with that. So it's a lot of great opportunities for that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think there's another resource you wanted to talk about today, wasn't there? Yeah, real quick, I want to share this because we got to get on to something else. So much time today. But um, 
I want to turn your attention to something that um, a good buddy, Dale Jenkins, turned us on to, and that's called Fiverr.com, the website and also an app. Uh, Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Basically, you can buy anything for five bucks. Okay, you can do it. That's right. Um, if you've seen our characters on online, John and I, uh, that was made by Fiverr.com, and uh, this podcast brought to you by Fiverr.com. But, uh, you know, <laughs> anything you do. They'll do business cards. They'll do a video with your business name in it. They'll do anything you want for five bucks. So many opportunities there. Uh, it's pretty, pretty affordable on that as well. So It is. I, I still remember when Dale brought that up, Paul. It was just he was Dale finds these little things like that, and I was like, okay, this has got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. But it turned out to be one of the coolest things. It's pretty neat. Do you remember that picture he made of all the boards? I um, did. Uh, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I think I may have it folded up in a model of a drawer somewhere. But I used to actually have that on my wall in my office in Calhoun. <laughs> that's awesome. It, it was I think I've never seen that there. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that. That's cool. Yes, it was pretty uh, funny. Probably. All right, well, let's get to it. Um, in ministry, um, the work can be tough. It can be it can be hard. It can be very rewarding. But at the end of the day, you need you need a release, John. And so. Um, the last part of these podcasts are going to show that release, and that is going to be the sports talk here with John and Paul. Uh, I have some topics I want to make you aware of. Of course, you know we got college football this weekend. Um, a lot of gimme games. Tennessee's playing Appalachian State. Good luck. Um, uh, let's see, Furman uh, and Michigan State. Yeah, those games. The next weekend is really what we're looking at. We're looking at, you know, Southern Cal and Alabama playing at Jerry's World. Um you know, you got uh, Auburn uh, taking on Clemson in the in the uh, kickoff classic, the Chick Fil A kickoff classic. Louisville's going to take on Wisconsin. Um, we have a lot of games. Uh, Texas A and M and UCLA. That's going to be a that's going to be a, a good game there, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, Florida takes on uh, UMass. You never know. UMass. That's going to be a is. tough one. Yeah. Going to be a tough one. But here's I'm one. I'm, I'm really. I'm actually. I'm looking at this one. I like. I look forward to seeing Ole Miss take on Florida State. You know, that's, that's going to be um, that. next Monday night. That's not a four-and-a-half-point edge that, that against Florida State on that. And uh, so that should be an interesting game. That that will be a very interesting game. I maybe have to, to start sending a little, you know, trash talk message to our good friend Jeremy Hynote a little bit about that because, you know, Florida State, they've had some good recruiting classes. Jimbo Fisher's really gotten that program going. Ole Miss has had to deal with some controversy over this last year, and I'm curious to see how they'll come out. And I, I'm I'm excited about that game. And they lost a few guys too. They got yes. they lost uh, Kendichi and some other guys. So so um, it's going to be good to see them play um, without those guys, but still got that strong quarterback. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Um, okay, okay. Here we, I got a game for you real quick, and then I want you to give us some picks. We have the Final Four pick, your championship game, and your Heisman. But before we do that, I got four things I need to share with you. Um, took this little segment from Mike and Mike. I love it. Uh, and it is called Love It or Shove It. And you either really like it or you really don't. And let's start with number one. I want to make sure that something in here that, that you know something about, that you are invested in because of your man crush on Tim Tebow. Here we go. <laughs> um, lo- love it or shove it. Tim Tebow in the major leagues. He has a tryout. Uh, I think it's a, a self-promoted tryout where he is going to be shagging some flies and hitting some balls. If he hits them and um, and throwing the ball or doing some things, you know, he has that happening. He has people coming in. My understanding is the majority of, of uh, reps from all of the, the teams in the Major League Baseball, they're actually going to be watching him try out here. Um, and he, as you mentioned, I think towards the end of the month here, but um, 
Here's the deal. Love it or shove it. Tim Tebow in the major leagues. You know, I mean, can you go wrong with this? I mean, either, anyway, whatever happens, okay, all 30 major league baseball teams, let me, let's say this, major league baseball players or major league teams aren't just going to send somebody out if there's not a chance at something, especially some of these are sending their top grass out there to it. Yeah. Now he's got his yeah. agent, and, and he, Jimmy Sexton always does a good job at, you know, at selling their players. Um, yeah. He does come back from a, you know, playing very good high school ball. He is a natural athlete. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to be able to do. Uh, Baseball-wise, I know that he could have been drafted in Major League Baseball, and that was a big choice with him going to Florida to actually play football instead. Um, so, I don't know. Um, Gary Sheff- Sheffield's been a big fan of his now since he saw him hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I- I'm curious, you know. It-, it wouldn't bother me to see him come play in Montgomery and, you know, whether it's, you know, with the Braves or somebody, come on over here and play, and I- I'd go out and cheer him on. <laughs> What position did he play? Do you even know? Outfield. Okay. He was an outfielder. All right. Uh, so you love it. I, I'm semi-loving it. Part of me has in my heart of, of like, yeah, I don't want to see him tough. fail, Paul. I don't want to turn into a Michael Jordan laugh, laugh fest. Well, and it, it's a, he's a polarizing person. Uh, yes. Michael Jordan just played, and if he didn't do well, he didn't care. But Tim Tebow – Love God and shares it. We may not agree with him 100 percent on all things, but right. he still does um, share most of our values. Uh, but um, I'm going to say that I love it just because I just want to see what's going to happen. One one minor league baseball team is going to make a whole lot of money one spring. Uh, oh, he's, that may be the he's end of it. Get picked up. He's <laughs> yeah. going to get picked up, Paul. He you is. Know as well he as I is. do. He's going to get picked up. He will. Because what, what happens is the major leagues. They have their money left over. He won't get hundred thousand or anything, but their money no. left over after this last draft, they'll use that. They're limited to that. But someone is going to pay him an amount of money. He will go. He'll put a uniform on. He may not play one day of the show, but um, but he might. Right. We'll see. It's been eleven years. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see. All right. Love it or shove it. Dak Prescott over Tony Romo. Tony got hurt the other night against the Seahawks. Went down with a bad back. Um, they didn't stretch him off or anything, but. They are saying he won't play again until season starts. So 16 snaps in the preseason. Who do you like there? Load or shove it? Dak Prescott over Tony Romo. I'm going to have to shove it. I mean, um, oh. it, yeah, in my opinion right now, do do I love it for the fact of him going on there? And I think Dak will be very good. Yes. But one thing I have tempered, tempered my um, first-year quarterback um, – thrill over, and especially with a quarterback in that type of system, is temper it down. It takes a couple of years. Um, Tony Romo, yes, um, he's sitting. Now, if Tony Romo's hurt, Dak's got to play. I don't think it's going to be that successful. It's okay. just he looks good in a couple preseason games against people that are going to be having walking papers in a couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> That's true. I mean, he does look good, is, though. And part of this comes admit, into the fans love him. Well, and I and I'll say this: part of this comes into Paul of watching Tim Tebow try it these last couple of years, and he looks good in certain games, and then they still dump him. And so part of that that's tempered my my uh, my mm-hmm. um, belief in some of this. If we're talking two years from now, absolutely love it. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about it right now. Okay. Um... You know, I'm an SEC guy. I know you are, too. I'm going mm-hmm. to love this because Tony Romo, 
is going to get hurt. Uh, he gets hurt every year. He, uh, if he's not hurt, he, he's sufficient. Okay. Right. He's sufficient. But I don't think Tommy is top tier quarterback, even when he's I don't healthy. Either. I don't even. You know, I think he's middle to, to above average. But um, but I, I, I I'm gonna love this because I'd love to see um Dak Prescott, you know, uh, under center. I, I'd love to see I'd love to see him be successful. You're right. He is playing against guys that probably won't be playing next week. But um, but I I love that. I just don't think Tony can. I just don't think I think he's gonna be hurt. And so, regardless, one day this year Dak will be starting. I think there's no doubt about that. Probably you're probably right about that. Okay, all right, level seven. The the southeast, the southeastern conference, eastern division is now dominant again. They're saying that Tennessee is back and better than ever, and they're going to make it. And then Florida, what, they went all the way to the SEC championship last year. Georgia has a new coach, and, you know, running back system is crazy there. So, love it or shove it. The SEC East is back, John. Shove it. Oh! I, man, I threw, a, threw you a softball. I thought for sure you'd go after that one. Nope. Tell me nope. why. Shove <laughs> it at least for a minimum another year. Tennessee has got to prove it to me that they can win those close games. They have lost to Florida. If they lose this year, it's the 12th year in a row. They lost when they had that game in their hands. Okay, and I'm a Gator fan and love it and love our coming back because that kind (laughs) of spurred us on going through all that. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, Butch Jones got to prove it. He's going to have to prove it that he can win these games. Georgia, I, I absolutely love Kirby Smart. I think it's going to be good. He's coming in with a freshman quarterback. There is no way he is going to call. He is going to cost him a couple of games at somewhere in this season. And I love Chubb. Now you know I love Chubb to death. I know. Uh, right. great. How can you not? Yeah, um, but okay. Georgia not quite. Um, Florida, Florida is a misnomer with what happened last year. They got on a roll. They got on a. Uh, a kick winning some of those games. Their most dominant game was Ole Miss. Will, Will Greer goes away, and they turn into uh, the last couple of years under Will Muschamp. And we got a couple of guys in running back. Um, offensive line should be better. Defensive line, you lost you lost so many to the NFL, it's hard to replace that. But they got some people to come and replace. I'm just I'm not sold that Florida's dominant. It's not dominant, mm-hmm. in my opinion, yet. Give it okay. this year, and I think the East, if Tennessee will come out and play to its top, I'm not saying they're going to win the East, but if they will come out and play and start playing well and Georgia can really kick it going and Florida kick it up again another notch, next year the East will overtake the West. Hmm. Okay. There's a lot well, of gifts in there. I'm going to agree with you here. I, I would show that because you still have a dominant um, – you have a, an Arkansas team who's really – surging right now. Uh, yep. They're getting closer and closer every year. Um, you got Ole Miss that, yes, they lost some defensive players and a couple offensive. They still got that quarterback on that offensive line. I think Ole Miss is still going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, you have LSU, okay? You have Fournette. You have probably your Heisman Trophy winner there who um, mm-hmm. has something to prove. Uh, and then, of course, I have you may, you know me, I said the best for last. Um, and then you have the University of Alabama. Um, who, sure. Um, it doesn't matter who quarterback is; they're going to be there in the end, usually. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, there's, there's just too much there. Yes, Man, there's just too much there, and um, the East is, is getting there. They're so close. I think they're so close. Sure. You're right. I think they're a year or two away from that. All right, yeah. last one here. 
uh, Leverage of it. Uh, Harbaugh over Saban is a big off-season uh, debate over who's the best and who will uh, be triumphant. And um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and go first on this one because I think it's obvious what I would say. I would show this because Harbaugh is not there. He does not have the Elvis Gerback. He does not have um, the the it guy there yet. Um, I think he barks a big bark, but that's what he is. He's a he's a bark with some khakis. And uh, Saban has, has proven himself, so I would shove that in a heartbeat. I, I would agree with that. Now, if we were talking about uh, egos, I would almost say that Harbaugh may be really close to having a bigger ego than Nick Saban um, to That's run true. his mouth as much as he does. But no, I mean, are you really? I mean, is that? I can't even believe that that, that Michael Mike put that up even as a question here this morning. Was really? Uh, Saban has proved it year after year after year, and I don't care what you think about Saban. Saban wins, and yeah, he's, he's sure. like an evil genius. And so, um, no. Now, does Harbaugh have that same mentality? Yes. Is it possible? Yes. Is it there yet? No. Well, Harbaugh is—he's um, just more flamboyant, you know, and he's yeah. trying to put a point. And and uh, he's more of a Michigan fans are. Yeah, mission, mission fans, they're going crazy right now. And right. Harbaugh's just stirring that pot. Um, okay, real quick, let's finish this up. we got um, our picks. We have um, who's your final four, who's your championship game, who's your husband? I tell you, I'm struggling with the final four, and I hope we can, can come back and revisit this in about at two weeks into the season here. I'm struggling okay. with the yeah. final four. Uh, you know, you got to look at Alabama, but I still got to look at the question mark of the quarterback. I know you and I talked about him a little bit yesterday. And, uh-huh. you know, wonder, Clemson, um, got, I mean, why shouldn't they re- return in that final four? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Florida State, um, there's some question marks surrounding that team, but you've got to look at Florida State and, and how they came alive here, especially at the end of the season. Um, will Tennessee get off the schnod and, and really step up? That's a good question there. What, what about your USC? USC, a lot will be determined that first game against Alabama and kind of see what will take place with all of that. Um, then you got to throw in, you can't, you can't forget Ohio State and Urban Meyer because, you know, they're going to have Michigan, which will be an unbelievable game, I think, this year, Michigan-Ohio State. Uh, so I think you got about six or seven teams that you could really consider. And if I have to spend today, I'm probably going to go with Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Florida State. Okay. Would be my final okay. call right now. Okay. All right, and who goes to the final game? Whew. Well, I'm going to be an SEC homer. I'm going to pick Alabama, and I'm going to go with it, um, with that right now. Um, I don't think Clemson will repeat. It's either going to be uh, – if I'm going to have to lean right now, I'm going to go Alabama Ohio State. Oh, wow. So you took out all the ACC on that one. All right, who wins yeah. the Heisman? Who wins the Heisman? I like Fournette. If Chubb will come back and be healthy, Nick Chubb's your Heisman Trophy winner. Because if Georgia's going to win, it's going to be on the back of Nick Chubb. So you think that Chubb, according to your picks, that Chubb can win the Heisman without going, without winning the SEC championship game, without going as well for? Yep. Because look at history. Look at history. The ones in You're there right. are the ones who are winning. You're right. You're right. But, but we can go with that. It's fine. Hey, this is, this is a, it's a lot to guess. We haven't seen anybody play yet. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and throw mine in here, and then we'll, we'll finish this up. Um, I like uh, – um, 
And I did notice you put two ACC teams in the Final Four. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with um, Ohio State, Clemson, Bama, and TCU. TCU, um, okay. Yeah, I get a little, get a little. I think I'm right on this. A little Big Twelve action on that one. Um, yeah. I, I think Oklahoma's got a good, good shot too. But, but I think TCU, if they beat them, that doesn't make any difference. I think Clemson would win over um, Florida State. Um, Florida State got a lot of, a lot of weapons, but um, Deshaun Watson, man, he's, he's in it. Uh, he, he's not going to let last year happen again. And, um, and I'm going to say this is crazy if it falls this way. I'm going to say Bama. And Clemson meet each other again. I would love that to see that. And and here's the deal. I'm afraid if they do, uh, Clemson might be get take the edge this time. That may be true. And, and and that pick that you just had would not surprise me if it ends up that way. Yeah. It would uh, not surprise me at all. I like um I like uh oh Christian McCaffrey for the uh husband because okay. usually Usually, it's somebody you don't ever think about. If you talk about him at the beginning of the season, it's never that guy. And he's been up there the past three years, and I know he's ready for it. Now, here's the deal. If Deshaun Watson does take it all the way to the end, uh, he, he's probably your guy. That's He'll probably win it again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably so. But, uh, anyway, that's what we got this week, John. You got anything you want to share before we get out of here? Man, no. I mean, things are just looking up. I'm excited that we're back on the air, Paul, and just, you know, ready to go and i hope everybody will tune in join us in the chat room and get some conversation started and we love our little banner that we have back and forth and hey next week college football has returned can't wait tonight i believe it's uh cal and hawaii I'm sure yep. everyone will be watching that so uh good luck with that not the end tonight uh awesome uh for john podine my name is paul Sproul, and thank you for joining us um, on behalf of uh, all the staff and everybody representing Adventures in Ministry at adventuresinministry.com. Thank everyone for being here. Um, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend.